Hey everyone, so before we begin this next episode, we just wanted to give a shout out to our podcast host, Anchor. Uh, If you don't know about Anchor, it is actually a free podcasting platform. It is perfect for podcasters of all levels, expert to beginner. We consider ourselves beginners. We don't really know much about podcasting. We just love to talk about momming. Um, But we love Anchor because we can stream to multiple platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or you can download the Anchor app and listen right on the app. Um, So go ahead and check out Anchor. We are loving it, and it is fantastic to use for beginning podcasts. Hello. And that welcome back. So delayed. <laughs> welcome back to Mother Cousins. We are Stephanie and Marissa, and we are Mother Cousins. Literally. You didn't say hello again. Hello. Oh, it's too late now. I know, it's fine. You we, missed it. We nailed it. Yay, we're moms. Yep. If you could mm-hmm. not tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And we're doing this again, not at. 10 o'clock at night. Which is nice. Therefore, my children are still awake and, and so are mine. Are ready for bed because neither one of them napped today. Actually, no. My one littlest, I nursed him to sleep on the couch, diaperless, because, you know, they were having some naked time. And so right I like, I look over to Eric. I'm like, Eric, he fell asleep, but he doesn't have a diaper. He's like, okay, here, let me get a towel. So I stuffed the towel between his legs. <laughs> Your phone just went berserk. No, it's my, I have it on vibrate. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. So, it's been another minute since we've done an episode, but because, again, illness, just beating down on us this year. Oh my year. God, it's so bad. It's been so bad. I'm so tired of it. I know. I'm it, done. It's been the worst year for illness I have ever seen. Like, if I hear a cough, like, I cringe. I know. Like, it hurts my ears. It's, like, it's like really that bad. Like, chalkboard. Yep. Because I'm so sick of it. Um, I'm I mean, sh- knock on wood, like, no, you know, I'm not even going to say, like. It, it for what it is like, we survived. So like you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving into a new week. Um, my production is coming up with my with my school that I work at. So. I've so been excited. So so busy lately, but She's now so we're tired. going into another full week of work, full oh. week of rehearsals, oh. full week of momming. Yes. Oh my god. What are you eating? Muffins. Oh, my gosh. It's great. <laughs> it's like my kids. I have these little, um, those freaking, you know, the, the cookies with the designs on them, the little Pillsbury cookies. Are they Pillsbury? You know what I'm saying? They, oh, where you put, like, the sugar cookies that you, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that you bake and they have the cute little designs. Yep. Okay, like, my son loves to eat them raw, which you can. You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we never end up cooking them, but I always buy them with the intention of There's somebody them. in this house that loves to eat them raw, too. Oh, my God. And Freddie, like, remembers. I'll tell you, though, it's not a child, and it's not myself. <laughs> it's also not my dog. Well, we definitely ate, Eric and I ate the rest of them, so that Freddie couldn't eat any more of them, because the child literally would wake up. Like, Mommy can have a cookie. Oh or God. he'll just go get it himself. And I got so tired. I'm like, I'm never buying these kids. Nope. Because <laughs> it's, like, all he, it's all he wants to consume. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, I limit it, and it's just, hi. The cutie, the little cuties, Marissa's little cuties are right here eating their little They're trying to touch everything. No, they're cute eating their little muffins. <sighs> anyway, so the last episode we did was more of, like, a brain dump because we mm-hmm. haven't caught up in a spell. But this week we have an actual topic, you guys. Yeah, so we only missed one week between. I know, this, I know. Right? Right? Yeah. One mm-hmm. week, that's yep. not bad. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so this week we are going to be talking about why it's so hard to make mom friends. Yeah, and I think it's so hard to make, like, mom friends that, like, you can have long-term. Because, like, oh, yes, because, you like, you'll meet saying? someone and then, yeah. you know, you'll go on a park date or a coffee date right. even, and then you'll it's, never see them again. It's like dating. Like, I've been on a couple mom dates where it's, like, we in theory – could work out but mm-hmm. like that is just kind of like crickets right crickets. oh this is awkward and then it's a matter of well are we both just so busy <laughs> and exhausted that we just physically can't maintain a friendship yeah. or 
or an additional friendship? Or is it that like, we're just not interested and we're awkward about it because we're not in kindergarten anymore and don't know how to make friends? Yeah. I mean, I guess it also depends because it's like, like you, for example, like to kind of be home after your long day out with all these people that are like sucking the life out of you. Um, My teens, yeah. Yeah, with me, like, I'll just go nuts if I'm by myself, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, like, I'm pretty much, I would just be me and my kids all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes complete sense. Yeah, and, like, it works out sometimes, you know, in Greenville, sometimes it wouldn't work out where I would, like, be around friends, and then, like, everyone else would have, like, tiny children, mm-hmm. and I would have, or, like, oh, one child. Yeah. And that's a whole, yeah. that's a whole subtopic within the topic is, God. like, you know... You might make a mom friend, but then you realize that mom's kids are like... It's like a different season. Yeah, different yeah, season of life. Yeah. Like, you know, you make... Our kids are toddlers now. And, yeah. like, as I would certainly not go as far as to not be friends with somebody who had older like children. A ba- or like a baby. Or a, a yeah. baby baby. But, like, I also kind of want friends that I could get close to that are... That get it. Or in the exact yeah. moment that I am. You could trade clothes with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I think... That is just such a win if yeah. that happens. Like, I have, like, one really good friend mm-hmm. right now that I can, like, that's, like, surefire. Like, we're going to be friends forever. But mm-hmm. I did join a club Hi, Mary. Here. Yeah. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. <laughs> Marissa knows her. Hi, Mary. Um, we're all friends. Um, and that's, like, the three of us, like, yeah. me, you, and Kat. Yes. Oh, Always. Hi, Kat. Hi, Kat. <laughs> um, and in Greenville, I had I had a lot of them. And it, I think – the, the pandemic made it so that, like, there was this, oh, shit, like, COVID's bad uh-huh. and, like, literally you Right, go. because that happened right at the time that we yeah. were becoming mothers and suddenly we can't see anybody. And we already had one. Right. So it's like we need to be with one and then we have this little baby and we're, like, just going nuts because it's like, what do we do? Like, yep. my first baby, I had people there all the time. I mean, still someone... um Shout out to my friend Helen. You know, she just messaged me this adorable little, like, I fucking miss you, TikTok. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I fucking miss you, too. Um, and she was she was there for me since, like, my first baby, since, like, getting pregnant and my first baby. And, like, I didn't have any of that with my second. Right. And that was caused oh, me to be in such a bad We're going to pause that for a second. Sorry, momentary interlude for my <laughs> children screaming, probably wrestling each other over some sort of snack. It's okay. It happens. Yeah. It, it happens oh, it happens very frequently. <laughs> um, anyway, back to uh, mom friends. Yeah, I actually had a really, really good mom friend, one of my best friends, um, that we call our two oldest transfer twins because they were transferred on the same day by the same doctor. We yeah. sat – let me tell you the story here because we – both of us, like all, all four of us really, it was me and Evan and then Gemma mm-hmm, and Chris, mm-hmm. we were all in the waiting room of the doctor's office. It was just the four of us sitting there in complete silence. Yeah. And I mean, stakes were high. Like we were transferring embryos that day. Super stressed. It's, oh my God. The, the anxiety and the tension was so real that none of us said a single word to, to each other. It was, yeah. it was so, so awkward, so tense. And when the transfers were over, we went home and I was just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram on infertility and hashtags and I and saw her, her picture oh and I was like God. yo were you that girl sitting in the waiting room this one that's all Jersey fertility she was like yes that was me were you wearing the IVF shirt I was like it's amazing. like amazing <laughs> I love when that shit happens and then she actually lived up in Barnegat at the time which isn't that far from no, here it's not. and ended up moving to Egg Harbor Township that's ridiculous so then we were so close it was great oh. it was absolutely great she was there when we transferred um, Lennox and his twin and then I was there when she transferred her second son. And now she lives in England. And I'm oh so sad. My I know. Well, she's from England. She's originally from England. Oh, that's Helen's from England. Oh, look at that. <laughs> like, that's so funny. Yeah, she went back to be with her family. So, yeah. and, you know, her whole family's there too. She also has two daughters um, uh, from her husband. Uh, they're technically her stepdaughters, but yeah. they're her daughters. Yeah. Um, so now she has four kids, wow. and they're all living in Guernsey now. And wow. I miss her so much. It's super hard. I know. Like I actually taught her daughter. Her daughter was Did one of my you? students. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's weird too because you one of my best like, students. You have seasons of friendships. Like I also have a really good friend, Adriana, and <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things where it, it definitely feels like there's a hole without 
seeing her. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, those really stressful times in your life, like, COVID and everything, mm-hmm. like, where mm-hmm. these little pops of people just right. come out. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I like, oh, it's so weird. Well, that's one of the reasons why we worked so hard to get you the house next to mine is because yeah. it's a built-in best friend yeah. right there. Yes, absolutely. It, More like sisters. I, I know, but, you know, <laughs> it, it's just the fact that our, you know, our two oldest are three months apart and then our two youngest are two days apart. I think that's really it for me. It makes like, a big difference. Yeah. Like, obviously, we have you guys, and that's a huge bonus, but, like, for the kids. Mm-hmm. To grow up together. I mean, and they're going to have different lives. I mean, you know, they're going to have probably different friend groups. They're probably going to be in different clubs and extraculars. But, but like, having their cousins right there. Yes, like, those night. Can you Because, honestly, I don't evenings? know when my brothers are going to have babies. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, and even when they no do. Same with you. I mean, if, like, I don't know. If they do or do not, like. Yeah. My kids will be older by the time that happens. Mm-hmm. Yep, so to yep, have yep. Freddie and Harry right there is just game changing. Yeah. Cousin percent. crew, man. Hashtag cousin and crew. And the fact that they're literally like the same. Like, oh, I know. Ages. It, like, they I, couldn't I be closer. I fantasize about the fact that like if Freddie and like May are like going through with their teenagers and, mm-hmm. and, and Freddie's just texting May like, hey, could you just like meet me in the back? Yeah, right? Like, just right there. Hey, let's just like go to the park. Yeah. And like shoot the shit. Like, yeah. Right there. I'm sorry. That is just fucking amazing. It's, like, that it's invaluable. Is, yeah. That's it's something invaluable. money can't buy. Like, right. That's not. what I'm saying. Yeah. It that's was, the hope, at least. Yeah. That's well, the environment we're fostering. Right, right, right. I mean, obviously, it's, you know. You can't predict the kids. future. but They're going to be yeah. mad at each other eventually. And, and that's fine. Shit. Like, I thought, mm-hmm. I told you the story about that's me healthy. and my brother. Like, I scratched Ryan from neck to tailbone <laughs> with all 10 of my fingers. And he almost put me through the back door, the back glass door. Yeah, it was awful. That was so bad. But now I'm as close as close can be with my brothers. Like Vic and I had periods of up and down, Mm -hmm. close, not close. I was in, you know, we're three years apart. I was in college at Mm -hmm. one point, or I was a senior in high school. She was freshman. Mm -hmm. I mean, three years is doesn't sound like that much, but it is. Mm -hmm. It is. It just is. Like you can't get around that. Right. Different. Ryan and I. Ryan and I are about a year and a half apart. And then Daniel and I are about three years apart. Okay, yeah. And then Andrew and I are eight years apart. And Matthew and I are 11 years that apart. That is, that blows. I know, it's wild, right? Mind. It's wild. That's like, like Eric and his sister. Like, Eric's the oldest. And then, like, he's 32, which is very weird to say. And then I think Lucy's going to be 22. Okay, so, so like they're about 10, 10 years, years apart. I think. So that I'm sorry means, if I'm getting the age wrong. <laughs> right, but it's, it's close enough. So that means you have been in Eric's life longer then you, or rather, what's her name, Lucy? You've been in Lucy's life longer than you weren't because Evan has been in Matthew's yes. life yes. way longer than yes. he was. I remember when Lucy was actually like really young. Yeah. Which is super funny. I think weird. Evan met Matthew. She's like, she's like this grown adult. Matthew must have been like seven. I love you, Lucy, if you're listening. <laughs> when he met Matthew, I think. Oh my God. I know. And Matthew's turning uh, like 20 this year. A grown up. That's wild. Yeah. To me. Yeah, yeah it, well, I think Lucy was born in like 2000 or something. Like, oh yeah, like okay. Well, if they, if she was born in 2000, like then she's the same age yeah. as the year, because that's how we remember Andrew's age. Like, uh, for example, Andrew was born in. I don't know. Oh my god, this. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm well, terrible with birthdays, you guys. I don't even know. Remember, Andrew when my was born in are. 2000, and he's turning 23, and it's the year 2023. Yeah. That's how we be, keep track. It might be that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. Doesn't um, matter. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm. I have mom brain forever and ever and ever the rest of my life. Um, yeah. What were you we saying? I mean, mom friends. It's. I don't like. I don't find it hard to meet mom friends. I find it hard to, like, solidify long term. Why do you think that is though? I think it's just different priorities. Like, I end up going to different events when, like, say, like a working mom like has that time off and can go to that event, and then they're like, oh, well, I work. I mean, Mary works, but her schedule is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. She, she's so, a nurse, right? She's a nurse, yep. And, and she, like, sends me her schedule. So, like, I know what day she's off. So mm-hmm. it's, like, not a question. Then she has these full days off, and then we can do things, like, during the week or whatever. Um, but then there's, like, mom friends who were, I was really close to during their maternity, maternity, maternity leave. Can't talk. Um, and then they went back to work, and that, that was kind of it. Because, like, what, do you, what are you going to do? Because mm-hmm. then on the weekend, that's, like, my time to spend with my husband, with my family. Mm-hmm. Even though my husband works from home, like, he still works. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just, like, have him do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he's got to do what he needs to do, you know? Um, 
It's interesting. It know? also takes a long time to develop that longevity. Like you can't Yes. You can't yes. just make a friend and all of a sudden you've been best friends for 20 years. Yes. Like uh, it takes that 20 yeah. years to be friends for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Um I am the kind of person not to interrupt you. I am the kind of person that like I don't know. I feel like it can be really easy to open up to me. So like when oh, I make for friends, sure. like I feel like I end up knowing like instantly if there's like something long term there you know right but it can't be called long term until it is long term do you know what I mean literally long and we're also young like we're in our 30s but we're young like trying to still convince myself I know (laughs) believe me no we are we totally are and I keep telling myself I'm like okay like is this a friend that I'm gonna like or are they gonna feel the same way about me that they're gonna like 20 years from now we're gonna be like oh yeah like remember when Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when Freddie was starting school for the first time, or I remember when Harry like started talking, like, th- like thinking about those, like romanticizing about those mm-hmm. uh, future events. I'm just like, could I see myself doing this with this person, and could they? I wonder if they could see it with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I, I, you know, and it's funny because I also think it's easier to find those long-term relationships when you are becoming mothers at the same time with friends you have already established a relationship with. Like, for example, Kat and I have been friends since college. Then we were both going through such hell in our lives that we were there for each other. And I have another friend who um, also went through hell in her life at the same time I was going through hell in my life, Mm -hmm. but in a different aspect of her life, um, wasn't even thinking about becoming a mother at this point. but it's connections like that and friendships like that that I've already established before having a baby um, that are carrying over into motherhood and, and, and mom friendships. Like, yeah. like I said, Kat and I had our babies at the same time, and we were friends before that. One of my other friends, who will remain nameless, but she knows who she is, is now in the process of growing her family, but I've been friends with her for 12 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I feel like when you have those already established relationships before you become a mom, it is easier to maintain through becoming a mom. Now, when you have that long-term friendship, but you're becoming parents at different times, the dynamic in those friendships change. And I also think that that makes it feel less like you have mom friends. Like, for example, I have friends from my childhood, friends from my high school years, friends from college years who are not at a point where they're having kids. Meanwhile, I've had two, you know? So are we still friends? Yes, of course. My best friend and I will always be best friends. But we're at totally different spots in our lives right now. So it just, I feel like yeah. it, it really makes a difference. Like it, it, becoming a mom changes everything, including the dynamics of your relationships already established mm-hmm. right don't you think a thousand percent I mean I have a lot oh, and my then spinning and then, with so many things like I want to say because I have like ADHD. I, like, I, I know like, oh. I know this 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 topic has the potential to get really yeah. deep and then of course when you become a mom there are also friendships you lose completely I have instances with all of it like I think a superpower of yours from, just from this like the small observations I've made is like you are very good at like when it comes to people that mean something to you i'm sorry hold on one second hold on sorry about that again technical difficulties like no all we're the time. doing good two we for are. two yeah. two for two all right um like last week's worked or the week before worked really yeah, well yeah. like we just plugged in we were like boom yeah anyway um what i was saying is like one of your superpowers is like people that you decide that you're you're dedicated to <gasps> like no matter what happens you're loyal to them like they could I mean, obviously, the goal would never be to, like, screw you over. They could, like, upset you, but you're, like, still loyal to them. To a fault, I think, sometimes. I, sure. I mean, I really, Arguably, appreciate, yeah. I really appreciate you saying that um, because if I pride myself on one thing as a mother, as a friend, as a wife, I am loyal. Very, very yeah, loyal. Loyalty are. is 100%. Loyalty and trustworthiness are the two requirements if you want to be in my life yeah because I am so loyal to everybody else the problem is it's to a fault like I was friends with somebody who not only 
broke my trust so wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. but also was just a really bad toxic. friend. Toxic, so toxic. And yeah. that really, really hurt. Like, I was left devastated. When people stabbed me in the back, especially during my weakest moments. I've been through that. Which which happened when I was dealing with the worst moments of my life. life yeah. when, I was, when I was told that I would never be able to have a baby. This person just kicked me when I was down. And then She's I lost. She's never meant to be your friend. Ba- two, then I lost two M babies. Mm-hmm. And this person made it so much worse. And I'm just like. She didn't deserve you as a friend. I'm that's, sorry. That's, I'm just and that's, say but that's a hard so. thing to come to terms with. Motherhood changes you, changes everything, changes your dynamics and your relationship. Your perspective. Changes your perspectives. And it's like, okay, you, you truly weren't a friend. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. With me, it's interesting because the stuff with, that happened with my mom, um, I'm half estranged from her right now. My sister's getting married, so I definitely put that up in the like forefront of wanting to um, – make sure things are civil for all that uh-huh um whether or not i plan on remaining having the relationship only half estranged is up in the air um that's like the slight background that's why i'm kind of like leading into this is like ever since going through that awareness of myself and awareness of like what's toxic to me i have had a lot of trouble staying kind of loyal mm-hmm. like I think that's why, like, of all the people and moms that I've met here in this town, Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of them. I'm having trouble being, like, consistent or, like, wanting to see, like, a few of, like, a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas, like, with one particular friend, like, it's just, like, bam. You hit it off. There's a connection. There's Mm -hmm. soul sister there. Like, spirit is matched. And it's, it's, like, really picky and specific. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting for me because normally I'm the person that, like, like you, I think it's very much part of our family, like mm-hmm. genetic almost, like our p- big family that we come from, like a lot of us are very like, let me take you in. We're very maternal. Mm-hmm. Like we're there for you. We will give you the shirts off our back. We will we will literally spend money on you. We will do things for you and we'll love that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but it's definitely changed since the mom stuff. I mean, that's also deeply rooted in your trauma from that experience yeah yeah you have it kind of I feel like me in the butt too sometimes but it's probably, also kind of good but I feel like what's happening and you could correct me if I'm wrong you have built such a shield for yourself your guard is up at all times to make yeah. sure that no one can ever take advantage of you like that again yeah and it's like hyper like I'm like hyper aware yes. right now like I'm still I'm still trying to like find that balance you mm-hmm. know what I mean between like trust or like being like giving it that all and, like, trying not to love bomb too much Mm -hmm. to then burn myself out. Yeah. You know? It's a very intense, like, exhausting thing sometimes. That love bomb was an interesting word, and it got me thinking about it. Well, it got me thinking about something else that I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like you've given more to a friendship than you've gotten back? Oh, it's a tough question because it's, like, I don't want to sound, like, arrogant or something. And I don't want to sound, like, no, entitled or, like, I'm tit for tat or whatever the phrase is. Like, no, I don't it's not about being way. tit for tat. It's about, it's about like. But like, fuck yes. Do Absolutely. Do you feel like you, you are trying to maintain a friendship with someone and they clearly just don't care? I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel that in, like. It's not like like, I did this for you, so you have to do that for me. It's not a quid pro quo kind of thing. It's it's a relationships require reciprocation. Yeah, it it requires two people back and forth. I mean, it's also been interesting too because like even just going through my marriage, it's like I've recognized certain people's way of expressing love and certain people – like your way of receiving love and expressing love – are often two totally different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, for me, like, the way I receive You're talking love, about, like, love languages. I'm talking about love languages. I mean, I think love languages are way more broad than, like, what the book says. Right. It lists, like, five or something Yeah, like there's, that. like, five main yeah, love languages yeah. or whatever. I think there's a lot more than that. And I think it's – every person is very unique. And, like, I think if you can figure out – and this is what I wish I could have done in my 20s, but, like, it makes sense that, like, us as millennials would have had a hard time with that because, obviously, the generations before us – were never taught to mm-hmm. look inside themselves and put their happiness first. Mm-hmm. Not in like an entitled way, but just like it just their wasn't, peace it wasn't and their the happiness. Norm. Yeah, whatever. We, you know, that's a whole other topic. Right. But like, um, 
What was I saying? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> ADD brain. I know. Um, no. Because um, I was asking about if you've ever oh, given yes. more than you've received so in relationships. I will, I, and I didn't know this until I broke out with my mom, essentially, is like the love bombing is something that I am very good at. Like, and the way I do it is very much in the way my mom would do it. So, like, I buy people things. Mm-hmm. I invite them to stuff. I give them things. Like, I'm very, like, uh, like gift-giving is my giving love language. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily my receiving love it's language. It's more, like, I feel like that's a very tangible way to show somebody that you love them as yes. opposed to just saying that, hey, I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can literally see yeah. physically what has been done for and it's like how I was person. raised. It was, yeah, it was yeah, what was sure. shown to me. This yeah. is how you do this. And it's interesting, though, because, like, I realized with my mom, it was just manipulation. Right. And I worry. Well, there's a difference between manipulating and for, for, for giving genuine, something. like, a, I don't want anything back. genuine appreciation. Like, yeah. like again, yeah, not a quid sure. pro quo thing. That's, yes. it's not quid yes. pro quo. Quid pro quo. Wow. That is hard often, to say. And just to answer your question, like, when I would do that, like, I'd make a new friend and, like, I'm very, like, like, super intense with it in the beginning I go so hard I burn myself out yeah and then I end up pulling myself back because then like a person can give like maybe just like open up too much or like becomes like where I end up being a therapist or like like lean on me so much and like I hate say I hate putting it that way because like I'm no I'm no I'm not trying to be like white savior kind of shit like I, I just I don't know I, that people pleaser in me, mm-hmm. it's too much. And so mm-hmm. then I pull back and then I become like a really shitty friend. Whereas like I, I have a trouble answering text messages. I have trouble giving time mm-hmm. to going meet people. I have trouble treating, almost treating them the same as I once did because it's just like there's this imbalance that I can't, I, I am not sure if I created. We kind of talked about this you know? last week. It's an all or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. Remember we had discussed yeah. like when we do things, it's all or nothing. Yeah. Whereas for like Evan, it's not all or yes. nothing. It's like little by little. For oh us, God. it's very all or nothing. Yes. And that is yes. a really hard, thousand percent, really hard thing to maintain. Yeah. I've been <sighs> trying to work on it because for me, I don't thrive with necessarily an all or nothing lifestyle. It causes me to go really fast in my life Mm -hmm. and then like I make decisions that I end up feeling like I regret later Mm -hmm. I end up feel like I I end up feeling just all these emotions that are negative like missing out almost that also that also comes from being highly sensitive because we are both a thousand extremely highly sensitive yes like a sponge like I absorb people's energy like a sponge Mm -hmm. um it's a blessing and a curse it's a Mm -hmm. superpower and it can really damage you if you don't know how to use it properly and like that's where I'm at is, like, that, like, awareness of it and, like, trying to figure out how to fucking live with it mm-hmm. in a healthy way mm-hmm. and slow down. Like, not, it's not like, so hard. not, like, slow down, like, simple living. Like, I'm talking slow down my brain, like, okay. Like, you're processing information yeah. so quickly yeah. that you can't, you can't yeah. organize it fast yeah. enough. I and get so it. so much to say all of the time. Yes. It's so And then it becomes random. a hot mess in your head. I totally get it. Yeah. And then, like, people have a hard time taking me seriously because it becomes that thing where it's like, okay, you have all these emotions. Mm -hmm. So, like, because you've been told your entire life that you're over emotional, you're too sensitive. My entire life, I was told that. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't be that way with my mom at all. I had to kind of manage her emotions hardcore. Mm -hmm. And so now I kind of abuse, I say that word lightly, not even like as a negative thing, but just as like this thing where it's like, there's awareness, there's effort to try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really do that with friends. I do that with my husband, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just kind of dump, 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 express my emotions. Yep. So hardcore because, like, I'm like, I have a right to feel this way. And, like, I'm so scared that I won't be taken seriously, even mm-hmm. after being together 11 years. Right. There's still that fear in the back of my mind that I was taught from a young age, like, like no. Like, like what your, do you have to fucking Your emotions about? are wrong. Yeah. Like, I, you can't, like, that you can't feel oh, that way. God, I completely get you know? that. And um, I have run into that same situation uh, through infertility because I would feel things so, mm. so deeply. And so did Evan. 
but he was so much better about controlling oh, his like emotions it. than I was. Catastrophic thinking. Oh, that's a new word God. I learned. Yes. Catastrophic. And that's Evan a big is so good at controlling that kind of thing, and I yep. am so not. So, like, his ability, and because I'm thinking rationally about it right now, his, oh, hello, Mama. <laughs> his ability to control that. I would often perceive as, as not him not caring, enough. right? Exactly. Yes. And I feel yes. like that's also something that can hinder a friendship, a mom friendship. It's like, you know, I have all these emotions about everything I've gone through and I am so, so traumatized by all of it, even to this day. And I'm very upfront about it, very emotional about it, even to this day. And like, I feel like some moms are just like, you're too much for me. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's like, I get that. I went through some heavy ass shit regarding my motherhood, regarding me coming into motherhood, the way I, I brought my kids into this world. That was really heavy. And when we're talking specifically about mom friendships, some moms just can't handle that. They can't handle hearing and listening and certainly not understanding what I'm saying unless, of course, they've gone through it themselves. Whereas you are extremely empathetic and you understand how emotional I get because you are the same way. Yeah. We are the same person. And it's really hard to find somebody who can relate to that. You know what it is too? It's, and I had to learn this a hard way and I kind of semi-sacrificed relationships, but then like kind of pulled through it because I found myself doing this is like figuring out the balance of listening and then like knowing when to turn off absorbing the emotions of somebody else. Yeah. So, like, I've had a couple friends um, that have gone through some real shit times uh -huh. before you and I actually connected. So, uh -huh. like, a couple of years ago. And it got to the point where I, obviously, I'm, I'm so dedicated, so there. But then it became this thing where it was just, like, affecting me so badly. You know. Because I absorb it. You know you who's know? really good at standing up for herself? And I, that's, that's, I mean, it's a strong phrase, but it's kind of true. Uh, being able to say, "Hey, I'm not. Hey, it's. I'm like, not. In a, I'm not in an emotionally yeah, yeah. secure state to be able to take yeah. this on right now. I'm really yeah. sorry, Cat. Good. She is so good at yeah. being able to say, "I'm not mentally stable enough in yeah. this moment to be able to yeah. um, walk with you through this right now. I'm. I'm so sorry. I would like to revisit Such this at a different a time. Superpower. But right now, it's just I can't. Yeah. I. I can't handle it right now. I think it's hard She's to put so people. She's so good at that. Like, it's so like like admirable the way yeah. she's able to and she that does it some so respectfully take some ovaries i'll tell you yeah i think also like i hate putting it on other people to say that like i don't want to ever make someone else feel like they have to say that so like my thing has been like are you emotionally available right now yes that's what like, she says do like you i'm not emotionally available right now because if not it's okay. Yes. And like even texting people like really hard shit, I like, I put like a trigger warning and then I put like a bunch of space. Uh-huh. And I'm like, don't read this if you are not available, right. but I need to talk to somebody. Right. So save this for, I, I do it to my sister. I'm like, listen, I need to get this out. If you, if you're not emotionally available, do not read this. Yes. Right. Skip it that's, and come back. That's exactly what Kat says. And yeah. that's like the best phrase ever. It's a good rule. It's a it's good, a good rule. rule as, yeah. as the person as the person that needs to express mm -hmm. those hard feelings. Mm -hmm. Like I had somebody, uh, it's my, my same friend that I was talking about before. She actually texted me. She goes, Hey, how are you? Are you in a place where you can talk about something yes, deep so with good. me right now? I'm like, hell yeah. Like That's I'm good fun. right now. Yeah. yeah. And then I called her and that was when she was telling me about the whole, you know, she's going to start yeah. trying to grow her family yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm like, Girl, I am right here for you. And love if there's it. ever a moment where I'm not, I will totally be yes, honest with you. Yes, yes. And I love your, your very, like, upfront about that And stuff. that's how you know a friendship is going to be, yeah. like, sustainable. Yes. Like, you, it's, you really it's shouldn't respect. be afraid. You yeah. shouldn't. And I, I've had some really hard times with friends that way because I've learned to be that way. Mm -hmm. I was never like that. Mm -hmm. I would just take it, take it, take it, take it. And, like, there, like I didn't understand how to even – ask other people if they were emotionally available. And so people definitely didn't ask me if I yeah. was emotionally available and then just like shove like really hard shit down my throat right. that were part of my intrusive thoughts. And that became so detrimental, yeah. right? And knowing how to push back, even if it's going to hurt somebody and seeing if they remain your friend, 
yeah is a really big deal it's a very big you deal know? that was part of the reason i like i said i had a really really close friend that i yeah. no longer speak to yeah and won't ever again because of shit like this just not you know taking into consideration i understand that like and we're both mothers we came into motherhood very differently and there was just no no empathy no understanding and this person's problems were always the things that we talked about and my issues whether i was emotionally available for this person or not yeah. didn't matter yeah. and it's like okay right i i don't have it wasn't two way right, it was right, like whoa right. it's like right. all about you it's, <laughs> it can't I mean, be yes, that way yes it was yeah. but like i said there was no consideration for anything that i was going through yeah you know and yeah. it was like you almost felt you probably felt like almost like um and i'm a people pleaser like you for being like bringing up your shit right because sometimes that happens yes. it's like oh they're going through so much like i don't want to make it seem i mean i i can't definitely can't speak for you because your stuff your shit is beyond anything i've experienced but like no matter what your shit is, it still matters, right? Yes. Even if it's like the smallest and that is thing true. to the biggest. And yeah. that's the thing. Like I And I have learned that so deeply through what I went through because, you know, there are other people who tried for longer than I did. There are other people who tried unsuccessfully for way longer than I did. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I will – you can't minimize anybody else's issues because yours are worse. And then – when you look at somebody whose problems who that could be viewed as worse, you feel guilty. It's like, you know, oh well, it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. And too. it's like you can't you can't think like that. Right. I'm allowed to have my emotions the way they come to me. Yeah. And if you can't be a friend that like allows, allows that, that and acknowledges that, like you yes. don't need to give advice. Listen, I am not the type and, of person oh, that likes advice from friends unless I ask you. That's another thing Just you could say. Just heads up, like, I don't like it. I don't like unsolicited advice. I take it Who as does? criticism. It absolutely fucking drives me nuts. Now, I am, that's coming from me who's, like, terrible at following that rule. You know, uh -huh. I, I jump into, like, I want to help you. I want to help you. Right. I want to help you. Because, I mean, a lot of, let's be real, unsolicited advice usually does not come from a bad place, usually. It, I don't think it really ever does. No, oh no, that's not you true. Sometimes I mean? it definitely does. But you know most I mean? of the time yeah. I would say that it doesn't. But here's the thing. When you're listening to a friend talk about their issues and you have that urge to offer them advice, you need to start Preface with... it. You need to start with, do you want advice or yes. do you want to vent? Yes, yes, yes. That's what you need like, to do. Oh, my God, I've gotten so somewhat good with this because like my like I'll talk to my sister a lot about certain stuff, you know, because we it's it's been difficult. Like she's the youngest. So she's been going through stuff that I have already been through. And in my mind, my big sister mind, I'm like, I want to protect you from everything. I want to protect you from all the shit that I've been through. I don't want you to go through it. Yep. You right? don't want you don't want your younger sibling to make the same mistake. <sighs> I don't did. want her to suffer. I don't want her to make the same things. So I have to literally like bite my tongue, hold myself down and be like, so. I feel uh, that I, way like, with do you, particularly you know, Andrew. Like, do you want, like, I if you want advice, like, I'm totally here for it. But if not, totally cool. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I actually like, used tell it. tell me, like, whether or not she's looking for advice or not, which is great. I actually use that phrase with um, a it's colleague of say, mine. Though. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> but I actually use that phrase with a colleague of mine who's also a, a young mom who has young children, oh, and yeah. she's been through such hell in the last couple of years. It's oh, been sorry so ugly. Um, but Aww. she came to me. She has had some real issues at home mm -hmm. and at work. Mm -hmm. And I said, listen, you're in my room right now, because this happened in my classroom. I was yeah. like, do you want to vent? Yeah. Do you want a hug? Or do you want me to give you advice? And she was like, I want advice. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I got you, girl. I got yeah. you. I always feel like super rude if I like say that I don't want advice. You know what I mean too? No, it's but you shouldn't. It's been hard for me to do that. But you shouldn't. Because I'm kind of like, well, what if the advice is good? <laughs> Who cares? If you're you not. You know what I mean? If I you get are really not, anxious over it. If you're not emotionally available to accept that yeah. advice, yeah. don't. I've lost friends over me being very over the top with like unsolicited advice. Like I've, I've broken friendships by accident. 
you know, just kind of grew apart because I, like, I think I came across, you know, before all this, like, awareness and this healing has kind of happened before even just doing all the work that I've done, like, you know, years ago, it was just, like, I would always wonder, like, what, like, I'm being a good friend. So, like, you're the problem. They're the problem. Instead of me. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I realized, like, Like, you just oh, couldn't handle shit. it. Yeah, I'm like, I think I'm the problem. Like, I think I came on so strong and almost, like, arrogant in a lot of ways uh-huh. because it, like, validates me and my decisions and, like, I like to feel right and, like, I like to feel like I did the right thing. And so, Such like, I just – Oh, oh, <laughs> such an icky thing. Girl, if you weren't going to say it, I was going to say it. And such so I, I would like thing. word vomit advice yes. without them fucking wanting to hear it. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. like their journey is obviously not going to be the same as mine. But in my head, I'm like, oh my God. But then it comes from a good place because I'm like, so, I'm so excited. And I'm so like, oh my God, we're like. You're emotional. You know? You're highly oh, sensitive. God. It fucking sucks. Hyper aware. <laughs> and you feel like. If they just follow this piece of advice, you could fix the problem. And it's like, how yeah. could you not say something? Even if there's, like, not a problem. Because, like, when I have a friend – when I had a friend that, like, told me they were pregnant, and I was just like, oh, my God, meh, 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 meh. and it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, like steer them away from actually wanting me to be part of that because uh-huh. I'm just like, meh, 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 meh. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think everybody has that tendency, though, yeah. and that's why it takes so much effort to – keep ourselves from doing yeah. that and 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 ultimately disintegrating yeah. those friendships uh, something about us though like some positive things like we're very passionate very passionate like passionate like I talk to Eric about this all the time because it's like I definitely show my passion and depth with things in a different way than he does uh-huh. and so like that's often like a confrontation for us because like I am very physical like I'm a very like v- verbal like passionate person Whereas, like, with him, he'll kind of be more focused and, like, in, um, what's the word? Like, internal about Inter- it? Yeah, like, internal passion. And he's, uh-huh. like, kind of okay with, like, being alone in this. Whereas, like, I, Need like, I it. want yes! people, sur- I want people oh cheering me on. God. I want to cheer others on. I want to, like, scream and celebrate. Like, it is such an interesting situation. I totally like, get that because Evan yeah. is the exact yeah. same way. It's a huge um, hardship for us because I will often feel, I mean, I'm not getting into rom- uh, marriage stuff. Like, that'll be a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. But, like, um, it is interesting because I learned a lot through that with him mm-hmm. and, like, trying to figure out friends because I'm also a very spontaneous person. Mm-hmm. I could, like, change my plans in an instant and that transition won't bother me. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, some of my friends, or like Eric, like I had a friend who would tell me, like, we need to book two weeks out mm-hmm. if we're going to see each other. Right. And I'm kind of like, I can't really do that. Because <laughs> I respect it a thousand percent. But y'all know me, type B, messy, crazy, creative. I, I just, I can't. I'm working on it. It's funny because I am. I'm a clean, I like to be clean, but I, I, and I like to be organized. It's just like there's a lot of, the way I organize is very different from the way other people organize. Uh But then, like, I find fulfillment through my, like, I'm very um, adventurous, but, like, I'm a chaotic, adventurous person. So, like, while I could have a very, like, organized way of doing things in, like, my personal life, like, at home, me as a person is, like, completely chaotic. Uh You know? And you could tell by the way I, like, talk about things. Like, my therapist is kind of like, okay, you need to shut up now. (laughs) Like, stop talking because all you did is talk. No, she doesn't say that. But, like, chaos. Oh, that's so... You know? So it's like booking two weeks out in advance. I'm like, yeah, but what if something fun comes up? Like, what if I figure... I find an event... It's just funny you say that. ...that I want you to go to with me. And so what? Because we plan to go walking that day? Like, you're not going to want to, like, go... It's not about that, though, because I do find that I work better on on a schedule in advance. Yeah. Um, Your whole career is scheduled. You are so like that. I am. Yeah. Um, But it's not that anybody who plans in advance wouldn't want to do something spontaneously on a Wednesday. Yeah. It's that that shift in their daily routine, that daily schedule Transition. can be very yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. And that's how I feel. When that's how Eric a, is, honestly. When there's a shift in my routine, I get very overwhelmed very fast. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you know. But that's I, just, I do love I that know. about you because that's, that, 
there's a good and bad to both. Well, I also right? think opposites attract, and yes, and you yes. bring me out of my shell a little bit, yes, and, and you put me I, I was, in line a little bit. I, I would like to think that I help with that kind of organizational you tactic. You do. You're you inspire me. You inspire me. You know. <laughs> I will never stop trying to be like it's. It's so funny too because it's like. I don't know. Like, I took on a freelance um, gig, and, like, I can definitely say that you inspired me to do that because, like, your um, your mom bossness, like, your girl bossness, like, I'm just, like, that is just so fucking cool. I just like to be in control of myself. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I, as you know, as the Ickies clan yeah. could very well attest to, we like to control everything. Gives you like autonomy. Almost, it gives too. me like, autonomy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I also really love being creative. And mm-hmm. I've been doing music for twenty five years. Mm-hmm. And photography, my photography business, mm-hmm. gives me a way to be creative without doing music. Totally. Kind of. um, and the fact that I can do it how I want, when I want, where I yes. want. Yes. It it it, so it good. gives me that control that yeah. I need because in my day job, which is teaching. I have none of that. Mm-hmm. There's no control. I have zero control. Yeah. And it's infuriating sometimes because it's like, I know I can do this well, but I'm not allowed to do it the way I know I can do it well, you know, you know or, like, or the, you know, for example. Right, right. I just, I, I, I just, and I feel like becoming a mompreneur, as I like to say, validates me even more as a woman woman boss not just a mom boss but a woman boss yeah you're not gonna tell me what to do yeah and Evan and I Evan and I run our business together so like yes I'm a female entrepreneur and yes I do have my husband working with me I mean he's your partner right but it's not a situation where I'm being told what to do absolutely and and Evan and I have been doing life together for 12 years literally Mm -hmm. in college we only ever Mm -hmm. bought one set of textbooks and we shared them Love it. Yeah. That's and so our college cool. professors knew how we worked. Like, That's they were so amazing. good about it. They were like, we know you're not cheating. You just work well together. Yeah. And to this day, we still work well together. He still comes in sometimes and does, yeah. you know, guest clinics with my kids. And um, my kids know him, like, yeah. as Mr. Weatherby. Like, hey, Mr. Weatherby. Like, they don't That's even so need fun, to know. Though. Like, That's I don't have so to introduce fun. him. Like, they know who he is. They know my kids. Like, yeah. we're just a family-oriented business. I, yeah. I love it. <sighs> I mean, that's great. Kind of got off topic. That's my ADHD No, no, it's in. good. It's good because it's like, I can kind of relate though. Like, I mean, as a stay-at-home mom, like you would think that there's a lot of control in that. But like, I would argue there's less. There's not a lot of control because it's like, but my superpower and why I'm good at my job is because I'm very observant. And so something Eric's not really as good at doing is like figuring out like what might need to happen next. Mm-hmm. As you know, you know this from obviously your mom. It's like you could, or I could like wake up or you could come home and you could have this like plan in your head, right? You're like, okay, I'm going to have some outdoor time. Then we're going to have lunch and then we're going to blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to do nap. And then like you wake up and there's the the kid is acting a certain way. Or, and you just know. And you're like, okay, like they're going batshit crazy. I need to get them out of the house. Abort, so there abort, goes my abort. fucking plans. <laughs> And now I, you know, but thankfully because I am that, like, very spontaneous person mm-hmm. that, like, for me, it doesn't crump, cripple me at all. Right. You know, and I have to be that, like, head, like, that head person of, like, okay. Making the decisions. do this, you know, that confidence and get them out the door. And it's just, like, absolute fucking chaos. It's and, funny like, half because- the time I don't want to do certain things that I, I know that in order for me to at least have a little peace, it's almost like weighing the odds, right? It's like, yes. do I want to, like, stay at home? And be able to re- like clean while they play, or knowing they're not going to play, they're going to be in my butt. Like, do I just suck it up, leave the house dirty, get them the fuck out of the house? Mm-hmm. And it's making those choices that are so <sighs> exhausting. Yes, hundred percent. Just don't is gamble. And that's another huge factor as to why it's so hard to make and maintain mom friends. Because, and this is going to sound so cliche, being a mom is so unpredictable. Your daily life is so unpredictable. As as scheduled and on a routine as you think you are, you never know what's going to happen. And of course, it's always on the days when you have plans to go do something with a friend that oh all God. hell breaks loose. Well, I was starting a little like K2 
mini little homeschool like thing with Harry, right? Mm-hmm. Just to give me some structure, mm-hmm. make me feel like I'm teaching him something. I don't know. <laughs> I figured it'd be fun. It's super little, stupid stuff. Um, gave me ideas on like arts and crafts to do and uh-huh. whatever. We got through the week for letter A. Next week, you know, total sickness. Freddie's home all week. Uh-huh. Positive COVID test, then negative COVID test, and then and then uh, what else does he have? Like oh, the but rash. I mean, I'm like oh my god, and and our whole week was fucking yep. rocked, and I'm like I can, I cannot. There's no way to maintain that. I'm like right. this. That was sucks a week, so bad. That was a week where you just needed to survive. Yep. And I, you know what? Yep. And then I was like, oh, oh god. god, I just like that's why I was like I was I would text you. I'm like, can I pick up May? I need some normalcy oh. in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's such a weird experience, you know? But it was humbling, for sure. Because I'm just like, am I good? So <laughs> it's just the unpredictable aspects that make it really yeah. hard to be able to do things for ourselves, like going on a coffee date with another mom. Even just like that. And, and I'm sure you feel this way because, like, being at your job, you're not necessarily necessarily around, like, that um, you know, it's business, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. not just like personal pleasure kind of getting mm-hmm. together with friends like I have, you would for a drink. I have um, a mom friend at work, the same woman I was talking about before. That's awesome. That we are very, very close. I and, love that. You need and That's so great. she will just come up to my room or I'll go down to her office and it's and like, like, I could just look at her and yeah. she looks at me and it's yeah. just like, <laughs> I, I just, you. You I, I needed me. that mom connection. Yeah. I needed that mom yeah. connection right now. And it, is grounding it is it's almost like a breath of fresh air it's a breath of fresh air and it's like what would i do if i didn't have her and you know what it is it's you feel safe yeah like living she's my go-to like even though we might not see each other that often during this uh like school year and stuff i know there's like this level of safety like i'm right here that and you're right there so much peace of mind Uh right and it's just like unlike anything else yes you know and that's why we did what we did yeah that's that's why we share a fence hey we share a fence in case you didn't know i've been like feeling very weird lately to be honest about like being back in jersey like it's been i think well we know exactly why that is we know exactly what triggered that yeah I, like, and I, we don't even have to say it. Yeah, if you don't we want won't to. say it. But it, it it's it like uh, so. I've been having a little bit of trouble, you mm-hmm. know. But I, but I don't know. It's stuff like this that like really, really makes it better. I yeah. mean, it's still so new. It's still yeah. Very you new. you haven't even been here six months, have you? No, maybe I don't know. But it feels nope. like we've been here next for month. a long time, even though we haven't. Mm-hmm. It'll you be know. it'll be six months next month. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Gotta celebrate. Uh, <laughs> you and your celebration yeah it's a big deal can we can we throw a mom party like they do on bad moms because that's like my I dream would, i would fucking love that they end at exactly 11 o'clock I, I can deal with that i love celebrating everything because like we eric and i also talk about this a lot because he's like like the whole like scared of death kind of thing and then like versus you know even like with money problems and like friends stuff and like all this stuff it's just like it is our one life that we get so you got to live it. Right? And, like, the whole got to live it, like, I think that can, like, make – sorry, that's my phone. That can challenge me to feel like, oh, like, what if I'm, like, doing the wrong – Right, yeah. What if like, I chose the wrong Like, it life? gives you an anxiety. Yeah. It gives me anxiety. But then when it's, like, oh, the, like, the little things, you know, like, celebrating being here six months or yeah. just, like, doing something like this. Or I don't know. Like, we – my husband and I broke out. We never – we don't – you know me. I don't really drink wine very much I don't even really drink red wine very much um but tonight we were just like you know what we're just gonna pop a bottle together and cook dinner and just kind of be like yeah okay because we kind of did a little accomplishment we were trying to like keep this we were we got cash for selling a couple things and we're like okay we're gonna stick to this Mm -hmm. when we go food shopping and it was like a little game for us it was Mm -hmm. instead of being this negative thing it was super fun um Anyway, I don't want to get off topic, but I know we keep celebrating, like, celebrating little right? subtopic, subtopics. Yeah, our, our main but that, like, I guess circling back to friends, it's like doing those things. I remember doing those things when my my babies were young, littler. Mm-hmm. They're still young, like littler. I, I knew you meant babies, yeah. babies. We don't really have babies anymore. Yeah. We have we have toddlers, we have kids. I know we're like like Lennox sleeping in his big boy bed. Like that's it's hard, but like you achieved a badge. I know because you 
putting him in there and making that, that is an emotional experience. Yes, it is. And you should be proud of yourself because, like, you're doing that boy a solid. You, you're, you're a good mom, you know? You're and a it's good hard mom. As, it's hard as fuck, but, like, you, you're, you did it. You're doing it. So are you. You know? You're doing it, too. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> but I guess the whole point is um, we want mom friends, guys. A thousand percent. <laughs> we want mom friends. I love, listen, it's a, it's a village. Yes. No matter what, no matter what your occupation is, no matter what your availability is, you know. Um, and and like, being understanding of everybody's circumstance, I think, is a big thing mm-hmm. that um, will make or break a friendship. Being understanding of whether you're a working mom, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you have the need to be on a schedule, whether you like more spontaneous yeah. planning, as long as you are understanding of other moms and respectful of their yeah, boundaries yeah. and their circumstances, you can make mom friendships work. I'm going to say, though, I I also, though, am totally not opposed to, like, choosing to not be friends with somebody. Oh, for sure. Well, that's – I, I cut someone out of my life, like, and I was like, see you later, bye. Yeah. Like, you like, are not worth it to me. Well, the, And it was this thing where they were, like, not doing anything wrong. It was just, like – it wasn't necessarily political, but it was, like, I think, uh, like, whatever. I don't discriminate, but, like, they were just coming on so strong mm-hmm. with their religion. And it was definitely a time in my life where I just, like, I, I wasn't going to be able to just, like, you ignore weren't emotionally available. Things. Yeah, well, it was, like, they're super, they super gendered their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not really going to, like, I understand they're going to be out in the world and subject them, like, they're going to be around people that are super hypergendered, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But, like, her philosophy on it and what she was, like, kind of preaching, mm-hmm. I was not okay with. It didn't And, like, I didn't your... want to fight about it. Right. It didn't match your, your There was, like, beliefs. a long list. Yeah. It was, like, more than that, right? It was more than that. So, like, there's all these things I'm just, like, uh, like, being around you is so Well, I think there's also, there's also a moral component when it comes to yeah. maintaining friendships. If your morals and your values don't, don't align, line up, it's, it's not going to work. It's, it's really like a, It's like work. a relationship, like, yeah. a, like a marriage. If your yeah. values and morals don't yeah. line up, you ain't yeah. going to survive, you know? It's just too much. Same yeah. thing with mom friends. If your yeah. values and morals don't align, yeah. it ain't going to work. Yeah. I mean, there can be a little bits here and there, but like something, you know, especially when it's like pushed on you. Mm-hmm. Like that's exhausting. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, mom friends, you, you got to have them. I think that's the people who are going to save you. You know, it's kind of why we end up moving here is to be close. To be with me. Yeah. Like a contemporary you know, not just, I mean, obviously it'd be nice for us all to have like that village of elders and grandparents to help us. But like, uh, you know, it's not, it's not like how us content, like how we all treat each other. We treat each other the way we need to be treated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We can't really teach that to the elder generation. So it gets hard and lonely, but as long as you have your mom friends, you find those mom friends. Makes then, a huge difference. Then your wealth is huge, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love it. It's a good topic. Yeah, that was I, a really good topic. My friend, my friend Mary, shout out to you, Mary. I asked her, like, we need a topic to talk about. She, You know, she texted me saying, sex. <laughs> can, can we title this episode Mom Friends and Sex? Can I tell you something? I have been thinking for all 1,730 seconds of this podcast (laughs) that we didn't say anything remotely ridiculous to title this episode because every single one of our episodes has something ridiculous ridiculous and we didn't have anything ridiculous to say. Thanks, Mary. Now we got mom friends, dot, 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 and sex. No, I'm just going to put mom friends and sex. Just like that. Just like that. (laughs) That's going to be so goddamn funny. I can't even... With that, I think we have uh, oh, was good. concluded this topic. Yes, that, that was, was a so great. Fun. That, was that was a great fun. topic. Yeah. And if any of you are in a place where you need some mom friends, please hit us up. We're a thousand please percent here for you. Hit us up. I have not been good at answering messages. Like we get some messages sometimes. You're way better at that stuff. I, than well, I, am. I try. I try. Like. Like on Instagram. But still still message us and stuff. Like, well, you know, if you have a topic or, like, want to be involved. Mm-hmm. like You still need to meet my girl, Anne. Yeah, you I guys do. are so Absolutely. 
like so compatible. You're gonna, you're oh, gonna I hit love that. I love her. I love her so much. Yeah, you got to meet my girl. Anna. Yes, you're so compatible. Let's have a party. Yes, my we'll have party. we'll have her over. We'll have her over. A maybe, thousand maybe, percent. Maybe some weekend coming up. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, and you hear that? Yeah, you're coming over. Valentine's Day. Oh yes, Valentine's. <laughs> Gals. All right. Well, mamas, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mother Cousins, and we will hopefully we will illness. Stop you know, it, it, unless illness impedes us again, we will be back next yeah. week. So, love you guys. Love Thanks you. for tuning in. Have a good Bye. night.